You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron. Now here's your host, Ethan Haristadoulou. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron, and more importantly to the UFL schedule release. Today is February 5th, 2025. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and today... We are diving into the schedule for the 2024 UFL season. The UFL officially dropped it at 8 a.m. this morning, a lot earlier than I honestly thought they were going to. I thought I was going to have time to jump to the gym really quick and then get back before they did the release, but no, they did it as I was driving there. So plenty to dive into. We're going to go through the key details and things we need to know, and then I'm going to go through all 10 weeks. I'll rattle off the games for you all go over them, and then I will list five of my favorite matchups from the season. So I invite you all to comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts on the scheduling, on the matchups. What are you most excited for? What are you least excited for? And everything in between. But starting with, of course, the key details, the takeaways, the things we need to know. 43 total UFL games. We're looking at 40 regular season games, couple of conference championship games, and then ultimately the UFL championship to wrap things up. Each team's going to be playing six conference games and four interconference matchups. So it should be a good opportunity to see some of those XFL versus USFL matchups. And we're going to get some of those as early as week number one. And then the conference championships, and this was something that kind of got thrown around as to what was exactly going to happen. We saw a few different rumors, and I actually talked about one of them a little bit ago and kind of gave my thoughts on it. But the conference championships will pit the top two teams with the best records in their respective conferences against each other. So there is no possibility of three teams from the XFL side or or three teams from the UFL or USFL side making it, and then only one from the other division. It will be two teams from both sides, so an even split in representation. It makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, there's obviously the possibility that we get something that happened along the side, along the lines of what happened in the XFL last year with a team that went four and six getting in over a team that went seven and three. But ultimately, that four and six team, the Arlington Renegades, won the championship. So, did it really matter? I don't really know, but it is something that we are going to potentially run into, and we'll obviously cross that bridge when we get there 72 percent of all ufl games will air on broadcast television abc and or fox abc has 10 of the games fox will be airing 21 espn has 10 of the games espn 2 will be airing a game and fs1 will also be airing in a game the games that are on ESPN and ABC will also be streamed on ESPN Plus, and Fox games will be streaming on the Fox Sports app, and all games will be streamed via television everywhere in some capacity, so you will be able to watch these games. However, there is, for those of you that maybe do like the streaming options, you have that as an option, and thank the good gods, we are not getting a subscription service-only game. I cannot believe we're dealing with that in the NFL. We got it in the USFL last year. Keep that crap away from me, to put it nicely. On top of that, season tickets obviously available, but we also got a start date for the release of single game tickets. So you can go ahead, you can reserve your single, uh, your season tickets now if you plan on going to all the games if you live in those areas. But starting February 20th, pre-sale for single game tickets will start, and then September 20, or excuse me, February 22nd, you will start getting the full-on publicly available to everybody single game ticket release so pre-sales on the 20th of this month 22nd is the full on sale to the public get yourself ready for some games now all the details aside 
we got to talk the actual matchups of the week. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to slide myself over just a tad here. And the reason for that is because I do have some graphics I will share from you all. I pulled these directly from UFL's X account. Hats off to them for putting these together. They're very nice. They're very concise. So I figured it'd be a good way to show them to you all visually as I rattle off and discuss said games. So basically what I'm going to do here, I'm going to share the games the way the UFL did. They basically coupled them into pairs of weeks with one and two, three and four, five and six, seven and eight and nine and 10 all being paired together in that way so I will do the same and of those matchups I will go over my favorite of those two weeks altogether so I have five favorites I'll be sharing with you all like I said before comment down below let me hear your favorite matchups what are you excited to see starting with weeks one and weeks two eight games on deck obviously we're getting four games a week here week one we're looking at the stallions and renegades the battle hawks and the panthers the defenders and the brahmas and the showboats and the roughnecks in week number two we're looking at the brahmas and the showboats renegades and the battle hawks the stallions and the panthers and the roughnecks and the defenders so some fun games to kick off the first few weeks of the season now for me personally and i think for a lot of people going into this upcoming season season a very very high up on the list and again for i'm sure a lot of people here is going to be that very first game of the season that's the one on saturday march 30th 1 p.m we are getting champions versus champions between the birmingham stallions and the arlington renegades i think it kind of speaks for itself i don't think there is a soul whether you're coming from the usfl side or the xfl side that is not excited for the champion on championship season opener that is my personal favorite I thought about maybe coming up with one that wasn't as obvious but I'd be lying to you all if I said that within those first two weeks of the season that's not the game that I'm looking forward to the absolute most now moving on to the next two weeks we have week three and week number four starting with week number three we have ourselves the DC defenders heading into Arlington to take on the renegades we have the showboats going into Birmingham to take on the stallions the roughnecks heading on over to face the Panthers and then the Battlehawks taking on the Brahmas in San Antonio. In week number four, we have the Showboats taking on the Battlehawks. We have the DC Defenders heading into Birmingham to take on the Stallions. We have the Panthers going into San Antonio to take on the Brahmas, and then the Renegades being, Renegades being hosted by the Roughnecks. Now, for these couple of weeks of games here, one really stuck out to me and one that I'm really looking forward to seeing is going to be at Saturday, April 13th, 7 p.m. In week number three, the Memphis Showboats going in to take on the Birmingham Stallions. A rivalry that got fairly hot last season. Obviously, that first game between the two, not very competitive at all as the Showboats got completely demolished by the Stallions. And that second game around had a lot more animosity going on into it. But now, the Showboats taking in a lot of talent this past offseason most importantly bringing in quarterback case cookus are a team now that are looking with all the popularity they built last year and now an even more fortified roster going into this second season of existence with the renewed usfl and now the ufl have an opportunity to bring it to the champions of the usfl the last couple of seasons and potentially stake their throne as the southern division team to beat so this is one that i'm really looking forward to there's a lot going into it here and the rivalry between the showboats and the stallions i felt last year was very real so i'm excited to see this rivalry get renewed here in week number three of the ufl 
Next group of games that we're looking at here at week number five, we're looking at the Brahmas and the Renegades. We have the Stallions going on over to Houston to take on the Roughnecks, the Battlehawks and the Defenders, the Panthers and the Showboats. And then in week number six, we're looking at the Stallions and the Showboats, the Roughnecks and the Battlehawks, the Renegades and the Panthers, and the Brahmas and the DC Defenders. Now for this one, this one is an XFL affair, in my opinion. I am looking at week number five, Sunday, April 28th at noon. This is a nice afternoon matinee on a Sunday. The St. Louis Battlehawks heading on over into D.C. to take on the Defenders. Two of the best and biggest fan bases, in my opinion. You have... Obviously, what the Battlehawks did, packing their stadiums, 35,000 fans on average, week in and week out, going up against the Beer Snake and the DC Defenders in our nation's capital. This game has a very big game feel to it. I know that the attendance for this game is going to be there. I expect plenty of Battlehawks fans to show up. DC, their fans are rowdy. They are nuts. They are very fun to watch. And as somebody who obviously did not pay attention to the XFL, as I've stated a lot prior to this, but also as a USFL fan, I envied both of these fan bases because they were awesome to witness, even from afar as someone, again, that didn't really watch, but I was aware of at least what was going on in both the Battlehawks and Defenders massive fan bases, raucous fan bases, and ones that I'm very excited to see go head-to-head -head in week number five. Moving into the next couple of weeks at week number seven and eight, we have the Showboats heading on into Arlington to take on the Renegades. We have the Battlehawks heading into Birmingham to take on the Stallions, the Panthers and the DC Defenders, and the Brahmas and the Roughnecks. A little bit of a battle in Texas over there in week number seven. In week number eight, we're looking at the Showboats and the Panthers. We have the Roughnecks and the Stallions, the Defenders and the Battlehawks, and then the Renegades and the Brahmas all going head-to-head -head here. And out of these eight matchups here, the one that really stuck out to me is going to be the St. Louis Battlehawks heading into the Birmingham Stallions. The Battlehawks, 7-3 last year, missing the playoffs, but a very, very good team nonetheless. This one has a big game feel as they go to take on the back-to-back -back USFL champions here. Birmingham is obviously the unquestioned, in my opinion, most popular team coming out of the USFL. And like I had just mentioned earlier, the Battlehawks packing their stadiums on average of about 35,000 fans. This is another one where I expect to see a lot of Battlehawks travel very well over into Birmingham, and I expect the Stallions fans to make their voices heard and to let the XFL visiting team know that, hey, yes, you guys are a massive fan base, but we are back-to-back -back champions, and we are going to make sure that you hear it. I expect a huge turnout for this game. This is one of those that I cannot look at this schedule and not circle i'm very much looking forward to this one here and then finally the last two weeks of the season week number nine we have the Battlehawks heading into arlington to take on the renegades we have the stallions going up against the brahmas we have the defenders heading into memphis to take on the showboats and then the panthers going into houston to take on the roughnecks and week 10 to wrap up the season panthers take on the stallions the brahmas will head into st louis against the Battlehawks. the renegades will take on the dc defenders and then the roughnecks will wrap up their year against the memphis show boats and then this one for me 
I'm going to go ahead, and this is more of a fan pick than anything else. Week number nine, and I know, oddly enough, if you've kind of noticed this at this point, every single game I selected was in the odd week. I, I tried my best to not do that by the time I got to this last one here, but it just seems like the odd-numbered weeks of the season all have great games I'm really looking forward to. So week number nine, Sunday, May 26th at 2.30 p.m., the D.C. Defenders head into Memphis to take on the Showboats. I am going to put this out there now into the ether. These are the two teams that I am going to be rooting for in this season of the UFL. As somebody who was a New Orleans Breakers fan the first couple of seasons of the USFL, I don't have a team anymore to root for. I've been lost at sea. And when I heard that the Memphis Showboats were picking up a handful of Breakers guys in case Cookus was heading on over there as well, I felt like it was a no-brainer for me. My favorite color is also blue. It was part of the reason why I took the Breakers when the USFL restarted itself back up. I am all in on the Memphis Showboats. And then the reason why I chose Defenders and Showboats is because, as I mentioned earlier, the DC Defenders, a team that are very close, and they're the closest spring football team to me as far as the UFL is concerned, the Beer Snake in DC. That entire fan base, it resonates with myself very well. I loved watching that. Even, again, as somebody who didn't watch the XFL, seeing the way the DC fan base was was one of those things that I looked at and was like, damn, I'd love to see that type of stuff in the USFL myself and to now be spoiled enough to have these two leagues merge together and I get to watch a league that involves teams that I enjoyed watching in the USFL and now getting to see some of these crazy XFL fan bases come in here. DC is kind of like my adopted favorite XFL team. So having the DC Defenders, the team I very much enjoy from the XFL, heading on into Memphis to take on the team that I will be rooting for now going forward as I had no team coming into this season in the Memphis Showboats. All aboard the hype train, I'm here for it. And this is one of those games that I hate that I have to wait till week nine for it, but I'm also glad that I have a game to look forward to that's so far down into the season that has two of my favorite teams coming into this year. So with all that being said, that is basically the schedule in a quick nutshell for you all. Some of the games that I'm very much looking forward to. Obviously, some important details to note as well that we discussed early at the beginning of the video. I invite you again to comment down below. Let me know. What are your favorite matchups of the season? What are you looking forward to the most? What are your takeaways from the structure of the playoffs? There's also uh, a bit of a, I don't know if I'd call it a rumor or not that's going around right now because the UFL themselves, at least to the point of me recording this, had not announced what the championship or conference games locations and or like times, dates, or anything like that are going to be. But at News UFL on X went out and tweeted that the 2024 UFL championship is going to be hosted in St. Louis on Sunday, June 16th. Um, I obviously, that's not from the league themselves. I'm not going to sit here and challenge credibility or anything like that. I'm just putting that out there for you all to know that that's being put out there in the ether for people to know. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see. But if that's the case, uh, I will share an opinion on that. I am a little bit disappointed if we don't get playoff games in Canton because I do feel like Canton is getting shafted a little bit out of this whole spring football merger. I feel like Canton, Ohio being the place of the pro football hall of fame should be having things like championship games played at them. And in my opinion, for the games not to be in Canton, at least even the championship game or the playoff games or something of that extent, not happening in Canton is just not 
it's just not, it doesn't sit well with me, I guess is the best way I could put it. So some sour grapes on my end for that. But if it's in St. Louis, I can understand why St. Louis is also a very big football town. They will pack a stadium for a championship game. Even if I don't think it'll end up, even if it's not the St. Louis Battlehawks in that game, I still don't see why that area wouldn't have a, like wouldn't be able to pack a stadium full for, or very close to being full for that matter for a championship game. But a little disappointed that we're not seeing a playoff schedule in Canton if that ends up being the case. So something to keep an eye on, something to potentially look forward to. But again, weigh in all your thoughts, your opinions, and all that. That is it for me. I appreciate it. If you took your time to make it through the whole video, I will see you all next time. Have a good one.